Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I am your co-host, Maria Casillas, joined here by Cody. Cody, how are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing today? I, too, am doing all right. Thank you for asking. I am looking forward to having this chat with you today. But before we do that, I want to make sure that our listeners reminded that they know that they are allowed to not just rate and review our show, but also... Let us know what you think. Please, we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, We would love to have you join us in our Facebook group. It is a growing group of some really incredible coaches, some who you're going to start to hear from on the podcast. So we're looking forward to having some interviews coming up real soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, just wanted to let you know that the way you do that is go to the Financial Coaches no, I'm sorry, the New Money Habits Financial Coaches group, and that's where we will be able to see you there. So, Cody, as you can hear in my voice and in, in my stuttering around, things have been kind of a little bit crazy lately, and mm. I want to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you for real in a little while. Uh, we do. Well, I haven't seen you in a little while. So um, why don't you tell me how things are going for you, too? Yeah, well, I'm right there with you. Uh, things are... <laughs> Okay, this will be good. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't been able to connect to, like, one, record the podcast, but also just, like, catch up yeah. um, in, uh, I don't know, weeks, weeks right? Yeah, um, weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's been a number of reasons. I'm sure you have your own reasons, but, you know, I have my reasons, too. And it's been, uh, life's been pretty crazy and a lot of changes. But, yeah, I mean, what's been going on with you? Let's just, let's just chat about it. Let's catch up. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Well, I want to make sure we don't make things too much of downers. So there've been some really good things that have happened. You know, it was tax season. I'm done with my taxes. So that's really good. Uh, Good. It always feels like this thing, like just kind of hovers over you for a little while. And then when it's done, it's done. Unfortunately, that did come with some negativity as well. My my daughter, uh, this is her first year as a technically as an independent, although we're still claiming her as a dependent on ours. Um, but she's 18. And so she was able to file this year and uh, until she wasn't able to file because we found out that somebody else filed for her on her behalf. In other words, just grabbed her social and her name and went with it. So uh, we've been dealing with a lot of identity theft and fraud and just all of those fun things. So uh, our fearless fearless leader, Mike Keneally, did share with me some good information on uh, just being able to do some uh, like fraud insurance type thing, identity theft insurance. So we're probably going to go ahead and tack that on. And I've learned some things about the IRS as well in the process. So there's that silver lining for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else has gone on. Um Well, my daughter, her homeschooling is just about done, at least for the community section of that. So we're kind of winding down for that. But of course, you always have to ramp up before you wind down. So that's been going on for us. And my husband's doing a lot of traveling lately. So I've been kind of holding down the fort by myself. So yeah, Mm. that's what's been going on here. How about you? Mm. Where to begin? You got a new house, didn't you? Yeah, so so if you are listening to the podcast, you're missing out. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, whoa, 
Tony's <laughs> got a new background, and it's super cool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did end up moving, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Congratulations. I'm very, very excited. Uh, definitely a much-needed much needed upgrade with a lot more space for the growing family and the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, both myself and my wife work from home. Um, my wife is not working out of a closet anymore, which is awesome. And I am not sharing a office with my one-year-old son, which is awesome. Uh, yes. so- <laughs> I don't think you ever had the crib in the background, but I'm pretty sure at one point you turned your camera just like 45 yep. degrees for me. And I saw a crib over yep, there. So crib. totally believe um, that you were sharing that with your son. Yeah. Yeah. So no crib anymore. Now I got this cool little like, you know, office China cabinet thing. And I got yeah. some of my favorite stuff, my favorite books, you know, 75 hard in there. Got some lion's gear, got some off, like the office, like the TV show <laughs> figuring kind of stuff. Oh, like, you know, a chess thing right there Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know a little bit of work a little bit of play a little bit inspiration you know all that kind of stuff but yeah that's been some good stuff um but i will say i gotta be honest with you maria there has been this these past um three weeks in particular has been uh very trying for me Mm -hmm. i will say uh it seems like as soon as i Sign those papers to close on this house. Everything has just gone downhill. Now, I know I've gone through phases like this before, and I know that, you know, things will turn around. They always do. Um, and every time that I do go through this, I deal with it a little bit better. Um, I remember the first time I had gone through, like, a, a pretty serious lull. Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I was very, very, like, dealing with a lot of self-doubt. Um, feeling defeated, stuff like that, uh, like very deeply. Um, now it's still there a little bit, but it's pretty shallow. You know, like I have a lot of confidence. I have a lot of faith that things are going to turn around. It's just a matter of, of time really. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as soon as I signed that, that, uh, that closing document, um, uh, my car broke down. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I took it into the shop and they're like, it's going to be $1,800. And I'm like, Okay, cool. So I got, so I paid the $1,800 and then I drove it off a lot after it was quote unquote fixed. And my car kept going, (laughs) which is the reason why I brought it in the first place. And I was like, well, what the heck? You know, this should be fixed. I just spent $1,800. So I took it back and they were like, oh no, that's the stuff that we said need to be fixed last time. Oh, this this new stuff is something totally different. And I'm like, well, I pushed the other stuff off for a reason because it wasn't super pressing. This is pressing. So how much is this pressing thing going to cost for the reason I brought it in for the first place? And they said, oh, yeah, okay. Now we understand. Um, $1,600. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm like, like, listen, I drive a 2012 Ford Fiesta with 180,000 miles on it, okay? I'm not going to spend $3,400 to fix this car that's probably worth $4,500. Like, mm-hmm. just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I'm just going to not fix it and just mm-hmm. drive it short distances until I break down on the side of the road and then walk mm-hmm. home. So, so that's a real fiesta. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's my plan. Um, but then aside from that, you know, like we've had like a lot of unexpected expenses come up, um, you know, like $500 here, $500 there, $500 there. Um, and, you know, um, some stuff with my wife and her job are 
you know, happening. We've been having a ton of internet issues ever since we moved. Uh, and I think I just finally, literally today, got it figured out. So I've had to push calls off and I haven't been able to have a lot of meetings and calls because of the internet issues. And because of that, uh, you know, I have not signed on any new clients in the last couple of weeks and I haven't had too much income in the last couple of weeks. And I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. This is all happening at once. And yeah. it's making everything amplified more than it probably actually is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could say that I'm definitely in a little bit of a lull. Uh, yeah. But I do have some faith and some confidence that things can and will turn around here pretty soon. They will. And I, I'm really, really encouraged that you compared right now to the time that, like, I think you describe it as the first time that you were in that mm -hmm. lull. Um, because you said then it, it really, really hit you. But this time it's more of a shallow feeling. I yeah, think I mean, that that's definitely, really important. It's still there, but yeah. you know, it's it's not nearly as like oh my God, like, should I go find a job kind yeah. of thing? You yeah. Know? So that's why I'm bringing it up because um, it's, I don't know how many months ago we talked on this show actually about, it was like a U curve. I don't remember what it was called specifically, but you described it and, you know, you start at the top and things are really great. And then as you, you know, move that on, was, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? That was literally our second episode ever. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. And, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, so I'm shocked I even ago. remember. I will tell you this. I was totally trying to describe that to my husband the other day because as you know, about seven months ago, I started working out and, you know, I experienced that it wasn't a high per se, but it was like some level of enjoyment. I still enjoyed it, even though I hated, I hated it. Like it wasn't fun, but I still enjoyed going, you know, whether it was connecting mm -hmm. with the people or just knowing that I could do it. And then the, there's always that sense of uh, like anticipation, I think. That was seven months ago. And in the last two, three weeks, I have been like, oh my gosh, I really don't like to do this. Like I, I don't, I got sick, um, just like a cold type of thing, but it was right at Easter time. And it was at all of this, like I had been doing all this buildup where I wasn't sleeping very well and my body just totally needed a rest. So I'm like, you know what? It's okay to just sleep in these few days. So I slept in. I didn't work out those three days. And then uh, the next two days, instead of going super early, I did go, but I went like at nine in the morning instead of 530. Well, I don't know if it, because that was two weeks ago now. And I don't know if it was that that's kind of started it. But like even just trying to get back into it was has been just emotionally and mentally hard to do. And I, I was describing to him, I'm like, you know, it's like, it's just, it's hard now. I don't feel like I'm having any real progress and it's not fun. And I was referencing you and your U curve. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm in the pit. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, the, the U curve pit that Cody's talking about. He goes, I have no idea what you are talking about right now. Um, and so I, I tried my best to explain it to him. But the reason I bring it up is because the following statement that I made to him was, but I'm just going to keep going. At this point, it's pure mind over matter. And that's what I said to him. And I have just kept on going. And I'm bringing that up because when you said, you know, last time it, it hit you harder, this time it's a little bit more shallow. I think that's because there's like this sense of logic that comes with it. Like, you know, you've stated at least two or three times just in our conversation today that you know it's going to get better, that it just takes time, that you have that trust, you have that faith. And it's almost like, you know, we just, because we add some logic in there, we're not as emotionally 
driven by what we're what what is worrying us, et cetera. So I just wanted to point that out to you because I know a I know I'm not the only one going through it, obviously, because you are too. But B, anyone who's listening to this, I certainly don't want you to think that we're just trying to, you know, drop all of our woes on you and be like, whoa, what's <laughs> that was a pick me up. Um, <laughs> but realize that there is that sense of it's going to be okay. And we know that logically. And so we just keep showing up and doing the same thing that we know works every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just so you guys know, like we, we pressed record on today's episode for a reason, right? Like we didn't just come on here and be like, Hey, let's catch up with each other and complain a little bit. You know, like that, that's not like the whole right. point of this, right? Like we kind of talked a little bit before uh, this conversation, we kind of caught up with each other a little bit. And, um, and we basically said, Hey, like with everything that has been happening um, on both of our ends over the last couple of weeks, there is a lesson to be found in yeah. all of this. Right. Um, and Maria, I forgot exactly how you put it, but that's where we kind of decided, Hey, like we should actually talk about this on the podcast and just stop talking now and just press record and start talking. Right. (laughs) So, so how did you put it exactly? Um, and it's actually not even mine. I don't remember where I heard it, but the concept was that it's not a good time to abandon ship when all that you need to do is like when the ship needs to be steered. And so I kind of feel like that's the area that we are in. It's so tempting sometimes to be like, well, that didn't work. You know, like I, with the workouts, well, that that's obviously not the right one. I should just go do something different or with our coaching business or with the house or with the car or you didn't even, honestly, you didn't, you could have just been like, I'm just going to trade this thing in. I don't even want it, but you didn't even do that. You totally just said, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to use it this way. And I steered the ship a little bit differently rather than just abandoning it altogether. And that, I just think that this is kind of one of those seasons that we're in right now where it's tempting to abandon ship and we really just need to steer it a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, for us, we've been coaches for several years now. I mean, myself, I'm coming up on three years in June, actually Mm -hmm. about just over a month away. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you've been doing coaching for six years, six years. I was going to say seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we're, we're seasoned, seasoned coaches. And, um, you know, the idea of like when things get tough, whether it be in my case with, you know, the coaching business, uh, to where, you know, you're in a lull, you haven't signed new clients, you know, you're, you're having internet issues, you know, you had this car breakdown and all this kind of stuff. And then on your end with like the personal side of things with, you know, the taxes and, um, you know, the, the workouts and everything like that, it does go back to remembering your why, right? Um, and that's that you curve, like, bot, you know, that pit, right? Uh, that you referenced that goes back to our second episode, which is, you know, finding your why. Right. Um, and that pit is, it's called the pit of despair. Um, oh, look at that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's called the pit of despair. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we started doing these things, whether it be our coaching business or, you know, this house or, um, your health or whatever it might be. We started those things for a reason, right? Um, and a reason that has deep, you know, deep meaning, you know, like it's, it's a very strong why, you know, and to just say, Hey, things are tough. I'm just gonna 
throw in the towel on this business, or I'm going to throw in the towel on my workout plan or my diet plan or whatever it might be to just do that. Um, you're not, you're not treating yourself well, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're not really showing yourself like that, that love and that compassion and, uh, that care, um, by just throwing in the towel, you know, um, and it doesn't solve anything either to just, you know, abandon ship as you were to say, uh, the only way to solve the problem is to solve the problem and to, you know, adjust course, steer the ship a little bit and to keep going, um, as hard as, and as exhausting and tiring that it might be sometimes, uh, that's what you're going to find the most fulfillment from. And when you do get on the other side of this pit of despair, uh, you are going to be so much stronger for it and you're going to learn so much more from it. And your overall life is just going to be better because of it. And, you know, even with my own experience, that is very prevalent. Um, because I told you like the first time that I experienced this, I legit thought about closing up shop because it was so demoralizing to me, uh, to whereas I've gone through this so many times now. I think I go through this like once every like five months, I feel yeah. It's definitely um, cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and I, it's like once every few months. And uh, what I find fascinating about it is that oftentimes our cycles are very similar. Like they almost mm-hmm. match up and we don't even know it until we reconvene and yep. start sharing things. And it's like, yep. wow, that's really kind of crazy. So yeah. I'm wondering if it's also cyclical for a lot of our listeners. Uh, oh, I guarantee might, it, is. it It might not, well, and they might actually be on the same cycle too, but if we don't release these on the day we record them, then maybe, <laughs> maybe it feels like we're off. But, <laughs> but I, I wonder how, how prevalent that is. It's really interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, going through those cycles, um, because we didn't abandon ship, uh, now that we're in one again, mm-hmm. we're handling it a little bit better you know, a little bit better than the last one. And the last one was a little bit better than the one prior to that and so on and so forth. And I know that the next one, you know, when we reconvene in five more months and I'm sitting here and I'm saying, yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know about things, you know, then that one will be a little bit better than this one, you know? Yep. And, I, and I know that to be true because of the track record that I've had personally. And I, and I know it to be true because of, uh, you know, what I do for a living. Like, you know, we're financial coaches and we work with clients every day who go through these similar cycles within their own lives. And we help them through those and we see how this all works. Um, so, you know, you're going to be stronger for it. You know, it's the old adage of like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're going through one of those times right now to where maybe you are in a pit of despair uh, to where maybe you have had things be good for a while and all of a sudden they're just not. Or maybe you've been working really, really hard and you've gotten some results, but you haven't gotten the result yet and you're just mm-hmm. tired and you're you're not inspired and you're, you know, uh, you're questioning things and it's not fun anymore and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you were to just keep pushing, keep steering and keep chugging along, it will become fun again. And you will 
have that, uh, that motivation spark again, and you'll feel on fire once yeah. again. I, I know that to be true. I agree with that. And if I may, I'm just going to add two small things in there. One is gratitude because mm-hmm. the idea of just pushing forward feels like, okay, but that it just, there's nothing that that's selfless that comes out of that for me. So, right. um, there are two things that I would like to just point out that I've been working on while this, I really wouldn't have called it despair, to be honest with you, at least the way I'm feeling. Um, but <clears throat> while we're in this pit of despair, um, one of them is to, gra- to focus on gratitude, uh, realizing that there is so much to be grateful for. And the things that I can do now that I couldn't do seven months ago, for example, uh, recognizing, you know, the, the gifts that we have, all of the, just the, um, the relationships that I've either formed in the last seven months or the community that I've been a part of, or all of those things are just, they really help to take the focus off of myself and keep going. The other thing also helps keep the focus off myself. Um, and that is to kind of do some volunteer stuff. Now, I don't necessarily mean that you have to go, you know, volunteer at a shelter or specifically or something like that. But, uh, for example, my house isn't always super put together. I know that is a shocker for you. Um, it's not a really a shocker for anybody who knows me, but it kind of drives me nuts sometimes when it's not put together. And I decided on tomorrow, actually, I'm going to go to a friend's house who her house was literally covered in crap because their sewer backed up and ruined all of their floors and just they had a flood of poop <laughs> in their whole house. Uh, yeah, look, it sounds kind of gross, doesn't it? It sounds uh, that, crappy. It, yeah, right. It happened mm-hmm. right before Christmas and they've been living in Airbnb houses for what, four or five months now. Um, mm-hmm. They actually just got put back into their house a couple weeks ago and their floors got finished, but all their stuff is all over the place. They haven't had a chance to put it all back together. And this is a family with seven kids. So you can imagine how oh, much yeah. stuff is all over. Um, so I volunteered to go over there and help her tomorrow. And that was no big deal to me. But I, when she responded today and just said, yes, that would be great. But I feel so bad because I know you could be catching up on your own stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't know that I would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I probably would just be, I don't know, overwhelmed and frustrated and just looking at myself and not actually getting caught up on it. Whereas if I take it out of me and, and put myself into someone else's mess, I absolutely know I'll be able to help that person. And hopefully, I mean, even if it doesn't, I know it's helped her, but hopefully it will motivate me to come home and be like, oh, now I can just do this. I mean, at least my floors aren't covered with poop, you know, hers aren't anymore either. But But you see where I'm going with that? So gratitude and helping others, maybe even in a situation that's similar to ours or one that's worse than ours. uh, I just think that that really helps get through that moment where all you're trying to do is push past whatever it is you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, the gratitude thing that, that's huge and you know we, we don't talk about this guy too often um actually but we probably should because he's great uh you know exactly. gary v i don't yeah. know if, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know i know i know that you're familiar with gary v but if you're listening to this and you're like who's that uh google him literally like just google him uh but gary v is huge on gratitude right mm-hmm. uh it's it is one of the most powerful tools it really, really is, um, especially when you're going through a time to where you feel like you're, you know, not enough or you don't have enough or all that kind of stuff. You take a second and you're like, well, wait a second, let me let me look at this in a different lens. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And let's let's throw some perspective. That's another word too. Let's mm-hmm. throw some perspective in here, right? Yeah. Um, then it's like, I don't have too much to complain about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just the process. Yep. It's just the process and I just got to embrace the journey and make it about that versus the destination. And that's know? where that, that um, despair turns into hope for us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Have I told you that we have a gratitude list on our, in our house? Yeah, you have. You've I thought that. I had. So, mm-hmm. you know, now that you've got this new house, you might want to add it. <laughs> I may. I may. It's actually, I it's actually pretty cool. It's neat too. Sometimes they forget about it or we forget about it, but then you walk by it and you just take a moment and you look at it and like, you know what? It's pretty cool to see the kids being thankful for that stuff. And anyway, mm-hmm. it, it's an idea. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, this was a good therapy session. It was needed. And I, and I think that, you know, uh, the lessons from this are um, good for anyone to really listen to, but even for us to just be reminded of it um, yeah. is really good as well. So, uh, so yeah, guys, thank you for listening today. And uh, we will be uh, back next week for a brand new episode. Uh, so make sure to check in check in for that. And we hope that, you know, whatever you're at with your own journey, that you remain positive, that you remain focused, that you remain intentional. And of course, that you remain grateful as well for the whole process. So yeah, this has been fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.